Welcome back to Teaching Matters, the University of Edinburgh's hub for discussing, promoting, and showcasing teaching and learning around the university. We are a website, blog, podcast, and possibly most importantly, a small group of people passionate about providing platforms for conversations surrounding teaching and learning. This episode is the fourth and final of our Media Hopper Create series, which investigates the usefulness and stories of the university's media asset management system. Today's conversation is between Charlie, an open educational resources advisor, and Ewan, the university's Wikimedian in residence, whom you may remember from our Wikimedia series. They discuss how they each use Media Hopper Create, the benefits of open educational resources, why they're so important, especially in wake of the pandemic, and how Media Hopper Create can benefit potential users. Their conversation begins with Charlie and Ewan introducing themselves, along with how they use Media Hopper Create in their work. My name is Stephanie Charlie Farley. I go by Charlie, my pronouns are she, her. I work as the Open Educational Resources Advisor here in Information Services at the University. And what that means is that I run a lot of training, education, and outreach around um, open education resources, copyright and open licensing. In terms of Media Hopper, what that means is I actually use Media Hopper quite a lot to share and promote a lot of the educational materials that I'm creating for our staff and our students here at the university. And in addition to that, I, I create guides on how to use Media Hopper in an open and more accessible way for a lot of our students and our teachers. So there are a lot of lot of ways that you can actually license your videos and media on Media Hopper, provide tags on them, share them to our Creative Commons channel, and also make sure that you set that setting to download so people can actually download and watch those videos in their own time. So my name is Ewan McAndrew, and I am employed within Information Services within the digital skills division. And it's a paid role that is a partnership with Wikimedia UK. And the role is called Wikimedian in Residence. And essentially that role means I support the university in learning how to benefit from and contribute to the free and open Wikimedia projects like Wikipedia, the free and open encyclopedia. So it's, it's a free resource, a, a digital skills training role where I, I go around the university like a traveling salesman, uh, raising awareness of the Wikimedia projects inside teaching, learning and research, but also outside of the curriculum as well. I use Media Hopper primarily because although Wikipedia is quite well known as a resource, people don't know how to contribute to it. And I find that extolling the virtues of Wikipedia and the how-to is often better conveyed through video forms and sharing short how-to videos like you would expect to find on YouTube, for example. And I also want to sort of show the depth and breadth of all the different activity that's going on around the Wikimedia community all around the world. So there are conferences all around the world and presentations happening all the time. And we're now one of the, the biggest channels on Media Hopper because there's so much activity out there that we could just curate a little bit better. And Media Hopper is the place I, I use to curate all that activity. Charlie touches on using Media Hopper Create 
to share and promote educational resources, including those about how to use the service, while Ewan discusses using it to create how-to videos on contributing to Wikipedia and curating Wikipedia-related activity. Charlie mentions how on Media Hopper Create, you can choose what licensing to put on a video, which can make it an open educational resource. And in Wikipedia, the world's largest open knowledge base, each page is an OER in itself. Hence, Ewan and Charlie's conversation moves to the benefits of OERs while discussing in more detail the content they've created on Media Hopper Create. So a lot of people can often be a little bit unsure about what open education actually is and what that means. One of our favorite, I guess, definitions of this actually comes from the nonprofit organization OER Commons, and they define it as the open education movement is not just about cost savings and easy access to open licensed content. It's about participation and co-creation and is rooted in the human rights to access high quality education. So when we're talking about open education, it encompasses many things that can include things like open online courses, open practice, open textbooks. And when we're thinking about media, things like our, our videos, our media on um, Media Hopper, and also open assessment practices. Actually, Ewan is often involved in quite a lot of open assessment practices here as well. Did you want to talk about that a bit, Ewan? Yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're trying to sort of reframe Wikipedia away from being something that is passively consumed information and a danger to society because of this. So we're trying to get our students and staff to understand how the sausage is made in how putting pages together and how information gets online and support a more robust information literacy in that respect. And we find that the creation of a Wikipedia page helps with that. And if we think about Wikipedia more as a form of learning technology, like Media Hopper, that we can use and actively engage and contribute to, then that becomes an open education resource that has a life beyond the assignment. And our students and staff are quite proud of contributing to you know, uh, the, the global knowledge, open knowledge community in that respect uh, and have a resource that can be added to, improved, expanded over time, even just sharing an image and sharing an image to that cultural commons is, is a, an empowering experience that we are trying to induct our staff and students to understand a bit more about uh, the, the benefits of doing so. I really enjoy the, the videos that you shared up on Media Hopper of some of the students talking about working on the Wikipedia articles as some of their open assessments. It's really lovely to actually see the students talking about that experience. Hopefully I'll be able to produce a few more because we've, we've actually sort of managed to get Anya Kavanagh, who Charlie might remember, mm-hmm. who uh, f- speaking about the creation of a page about one of the most common and most deadly forms of ovarian cancer high serous grade carcinoma and it didn't have a page until she created it and she, we created a we sat her down as one of our first interviews to ask a student about what she actually thought about the role of open education the role of wikipedia in education and at the university and what she'd actually done as part of her creating this article to sort of share a bit of health information with the world and she was really enthusiastic and it, that really came across in the video we created and it got it, it's that video has now been seen 
you know, in umpteen different conferences. And it was really great to get Anya sat down something like four or five years later now. And it was lovely to reflect on that and see that she still had that positive experience and uh, enthusiasm that's shone through that initial video as well. It's so good. It's really good. And this is one of the things I like about um, open educational resources. They can be so many different things. I mean, we've got Wikipedia articles, which themselves are open educational resources, because Wikipedia operates on a, a copyleft principle. So on Wikipedia and the Wikimedia sister sites, everything on there is either in the public domain, and correct me if I'm wrong about any of this, Ewan, the public domain or on Creative Commons licenses that are either CCBY, so attribution only, or CCBYSA, so that they're freely available to be shared under the same licenses. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. That, that's exactly right. Um, and every single Wikipedia page has that Creative Commons share alike license at the foot of it, which means that we, we instruct our students that, that they have to write in their own words because they're even sort of close paraphrasing counts as copyright violation. Mm-hmm. And it, But it's also why contributing to Wikipedia is quite a, an impactful experience because what's right or wrong or missing from Wikipedia spreads across the internet because this is open licensed information Mm -hmm. and it can help populate Google's knowledge graph, Siri, Alexa, Bing, you name it. If our students and staff are contributing to that and we're producing videos to show how to do that, which, which previously haven't been created and it's, and it's really great that our students are the ones that have created these how-to videos as well. They're fabulous, absolutely fabulous. And of course, the videos themselves are open licensed on Media Hopper. This is one of the things that I like about Media Hopper, as opposed to putting some con- video content up somewhere like YouTube, is if you're sharing it on Media Hopper, you can actually apply whatever license. So we've got access to all of the Creative Commons licenses, or you can keep it like completely reserved or rights reserved. But you have the option of open licensing your videos when you're putting them up on Media Hopper. And also, I love the fact that it allows you to actually allow downloads as well. And this is something I really try to encourage people to remember is just to tick that allowing the downloads box. Because open licensing something is, is, is one thing, but you need to make it reusable. So if you're making those how-to videos and those information videos about Wikipedia, Wikipedia editing or anything that's being shared on there if it's downloadable then you can download it and you can watch it in your own time whether your internet connection is fantastic that day or not she says as she's having quite a wobbly internet day here herself that's a really good point i i I often sort of like uh, have to go and sort of make sure that box is ticked because i do want these resources to be reusable Mm. and uh, i was really pleased when hannah our student last year was creating these really polished three to five minutes like guides to how to add a citation to Wikipedia, how to add an image to Wikipedia and just, you know, illustrate the, the what's available online just with pictures of your local area. That That's really a great thing to, to be able to share with the world. And if we open license it on Media Hopper and make it downloadable, then it's much more likely that we can get, get take up and sort of like improve the cultural commons out there. But also I'm now thinking about how we can like get this information out onto Wikipedia itself, mm-hmm. because there is, if you look at the front page of Wikipedia, it's not really obvious where to start with how to learn how to edit a page. And 
I would like some of the really quite polished examples we've got on Media Hopper to maybe sort of some of those, maybe populate some of those most high traffic pages Mm -hmm. on Wikipedia where people are looking for how to get involved as well. Yeah, I mean, Wikimedia Commons does actually include video content. In Wikimedia Commons, you can find sound, video, and images. So can you upload the uh, download from Media Hopper and upload some of those excellent examples onto Wikimedia Commons? Yep, I uh, can definitely do that because uh, if they're open licensed, they can be used. The, 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 the thing I would need to do is we'd, we, 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 the only step involved would be to make sure they are in a... Uh, format that Wikimedia Commons can accept, so yeah. WebM, MPEG, or OGG format. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a, that Wikimedia Commons has a, a video convert tool, and we've recently just shared a, a, a video of the Edinburgh University Library in Lego form. Oh yes, to to Wikimedia Commons using that tool. Another fabulous uh, open educational resource. That one. If you if folks are listening to this and you've not come across it yet. Um, one of our colleagues has created, yeah, a Lego, how, how to build a Lego um, of the uh, university's uh, main library and made this an OER. It's brilliant. It's so cool. Yeah. And so it just, what interests me is, is the, the sort of connecting the dots. Because I think the too often the work we do in the university is siloed or too many restrictions are placed on usefulness um, and accessibility uh, with the licensing and you know just discovering even that someone's done a body of work so what I want to do is like help show that the work we're doing in the university has a- applications and an audience far outside and we can build on each other's learning to improve society and global knowledge and Media Hop is a big part of that, I think, just curating that information and making the, the how-to a bit more understandable. But also, I like the fact that you can you can import YouTube videos as well into Media Hopper. And I'm, I'm trying to make a point of having links from Media Hopper onto our, our YouTube content and vice versa mm. and have all of this... And the, the video is also embedded in our university website as well, with mm-hmm. just so that if people want to learn more and they stumble across one piece of information in one pl- place, yeah. that they can click through and discover more resources and more knowledge and more how-tos yeah. just a little bit more easily just to connect the dots a bit more. The power of open education and, and applying those creative common licenses and making things downloadable and accessible and just sharing all of that education and knowledge and information out there. This is why I love open educational resources. And I'm so, so pleased that we have a media system here at the University of Edinburgh that actually allows us to really embed in all of these practices of open education and knowledge sharing. It's just fantastic. Charlie and Ewan touch on the power and usefulness of open educational resources, and also the fun of them. I had no idea before this conversation that there's an OER of the Edinburgh University Library in LEGO. The associated blog post which details the building of it is linked in our episode show notes, and like Charlie, I'd highly recommend giving it a look. The two also touch on Media Hopper Create's interoperability, 
such as with YouTube or embedding videos in a website, and its customizable nature, as you're able to choose what license you put on your content and whether it's downloadable or not. Now, Ewan and Charlie discuss the importance of having a tool like MediaHopper Create, especially during a time like the pandemic where all learning moved online. Another thing that I've really enjoyed actually seeing over this last year is with the shift to working from home and recording from home and recording lectures and streaming lectures, it's been really interesting to see that a lot of our, our teaching staff have been opting to create specifically open licensed open lectures uh, that they've been streaming directly to their students, but also making available for other people to use. And it's just been brilliant to see all of these incredibly knowledgeable people offering up this, this gift of their knowledge, of their lectures, of this, this information and education, applying the open licenses to them, putting them up on Media Hopper where they can be found and shared and, and reused. And I think it's just really exciting to see how that has grown up out of a really difficult situation, how people have just embraced helping each other and sharing and giving back out into that global commons. It's just, I'm, I'm really excited by it. It's fantastic. We had a sort of sense of we would need to sort of up our game in supporting open education work at the university. Because I, I think at the start of the pandemic, I was looking at how well documented the resources we had for, for doing Wikipedia work in the curriculum. And I was thinking, well, these could be better. And I thought Media Hopper was the way to to go about that, really, because if I, I was thinking about time pressed academics scrambling around, trying to sort of reorganise their course programs to support hybrid learning, and I thought Wikipedia should be an essential part of that because if you've got people homeschooling, remote working, trying to do hybrid teaching, you want to have the people are using Wikipedia as their their go to place for orientating themselves on a subject whether it's on black lives matter or covid or anything else to have that neutral fact based platform that anyone anywhere can access knowledge and read it in an accessible format and digest it i wanted to make sure we were we had resources that were fit for purpose and that you could have little short how-to videos of no more than about three to five minutes in length that that could be embedded in a virtual learning environment and so we made sure that our, our students were, were sort of cre creating this content for us as, as part of a paid internship I should say and it wasn't just forcing them to do uh, work against their will but it, uh, they, they really they said it's it saved <laughs> it saved their lives in many ways because it gave them something to do over a lockdown summer and they create these polished resources that are now on Media Hopper that can be embedded in a VLE and are embedded in our website as well. So that you can just have some reading or a talk embedded in a VLE and, and a how-to video and just hopefully make it super, super easy to contribute to the cultural commons, as Charlie says. Yeah. And Another thing that I really enjoy, like uh, that point about um, your students student interns being able to make that high quality content is that Media Hopper has just enough complexity, but not too much to make creating media actually fairly, fairly accessible and usable, I've found. 
Yeah. I would say I would say to anyone sort of thinking about it that you, um, it, it's a no-brainer for me because it's just got a sort of the super super easy sort of upload process. And what I like is that I can curate playlists mm. in a much more much more f- friendly format than I find on YouTube. Um, I would say that the the playlists are very easy to sort of navigate through and organize. And I've got umpteen of them so that you could find out about open citation conferences or smaller language Wikipedia conferences, or just have a playlist of all the main need to know tools of how to add a citation, how to add an image. I'll I'll also point out uh, if you're on Media Hopper, you're not going to be sent off down some weird rabbit hole by the YouTube recommendations once you're finished with your video. (laughs) Much cleaner. Keep focused. Yeah, uh, I mean, sort of some people like those recommendations, but I I would say that that on the whole, it's it's better if you don't go down that rabbit hole and that you've got sort of content that you've got well organized with a nice thumbnail and you can tag it curate it share it and download it I'm, I'm really pleased what our students have sort of managed to create and I, I really hope that that means that we can have more open education work across the university as, as we start sort of thinking a bit more about hybrid working and hybrid teaching yeah absolutely like folks who are listening to this um, if you've not given it a go before get in there check out media hopper create See how you can apply whatever license that you like, that you feel comfortable with, uh, that you can make downloadable or shareable with an audience that you choose. You've actually got a really lot of con- a lot of control when you're creating and sharing a media hopper. It's great. As Ewan and Charlie detailed, Media Hopper Create was crucial during the pandemic and offered lecturers the opportunity to share their work with the public easily as an open educational resource. They also touch on the service's usability and accessibility, along with how students have enjoyed creating front-facing content. Ewan and Charlie round out their conversation by giving their main takeaways for listeners interested in getting started with Media Hopper Create. I would say my take-home message to anyone listening is that I have people that are green with envy that we have managed to curate the world of Wikipedia in Media Hopper in the way we have. Now, in some ways, it's too. <laughs> I could, I could, I could prune it, but I, I, at the moment, I like the fact that we've got three hundred and thirty-four videos on there, all organised into playlists and all searchable in a way that makes those videos really usable and user-friendly. I get people from different universities and different Wikimedia projects saying that you've got to check out the University of Edinburgh's video channel because they've got so much good stuff on there. Because what we find with the Wikimedia work across the world is that people do produce these brilliant videos and resources, but they're so spread out all over the world on different web pages. Some of them are out of date and some of them, you know, not well labeled. And we've, I've tried to sort of, use the media hopper platform as a place that we can curate this information in a sensible way to pull all the best resources together and make it so clear for people to engage and i think media hopper does that yeah it's it's an absolutely great tool the takeaway that i'd like people to take i mean obviously my focus is on open education 
and open licensing, my take would be to explore the different licensing options that are available to you and the control that is given to you as to your ownership of that content you're making, of being able to have the choice to open license it, to choose to share what you're creating with a wider audience if something that appeals to you. Apply that open license, put it into the Creative Commons channel that we have, uh, make it publicly available. Again, if that's something that appeals to you, this is obviously up to you, but contribute out into that global commons of incredible knowledge. We are an incredibly excellent university with wonderful people of just immense knowledge. And it's absolutely brilliant when we can share and give back that knowledge out into the global commons. So absolutely check it out and use the opportunity that's being given to you here to share your knowledge. Thank you for listening to the fourth and final episode of our Media Hopper Create series. A massive thank you to Ewan, Charlie, Joe, Michael, Val, and Brian for sharing their experiences with Media Hopper Create, along with Delia and Lorraine for co-producing this series. Teaching Matters is brought to you by the University of Edinburgh's Institute for Academic Development. For more posts and conversations about teaching and learning, head to our blog. We'd be delighted for you to join the conversation. To do so, please email us at teachingmatters at ed.ac.uk. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider following us on Spotify or subscribing on Apple Podcasts and leaving a five-star review. Music for today's episode was provided by Hook Sounds. In the meantime, stay curious.